It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Talk Radio Countdown Show with Doug Steffen, counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown. This is the weekly Talk Radio Countdown Show. Produced in association with Talkers Magazine, I'm Doug Steffen here with Michael Harrison, the editor and publisher of the aforementioned Talkers Magazine at Talkers.com. You can find every week a list of the stories and the people, uh, the ins and outs of what's going on in the business, all kinds of things. But our job, our main job here, is to talk about what's going on on the air, and we uh, use the basis of those discussions, uh, the stories, the 10 top stories that the folks at Talkers have come up with, and the people list as well. So, Michael, as usual, let's get started with the list, and maybe we'll go off onto a couple of things that are ancillary here. Certainly, number one and number two are the big boppers this week. Oh, maybe we can do, boppers. because Halloween, maybe we can do a rendition of the Monster Mash. We oh, can yeah. Do that too. I'll do that. I, I, I'm, a graveyard I would smash. love to do I would love to do that. First of yes. all, I want to congratulate you on the way you said the word this when you started. This it sounded it sounded like something big is gonna happen. It Very, is it's like, like stuff. Like like <laughs> the greatest one that we experience is this is Jeopardy. The way uh, mm-hmm. Johnny Olson said, well, you did. This right. is the talk. I love it. This you, you, is the ABC should, Wide World of Sports. Right. We should grab that this and use it every week. We should just okay. paste it in. But the I stories mean, are complex and varied. We have a lot going on. At number 10, we have space discoveries, all kinds of interesting things happening on the moon. Wow, wasn't that even fascinating? The, the, I, uh, I had the guy who was the pilot of the, uh, of the space probe that landed on the asteroid. I had him on the 
on the mm. program. Fascinating, really. Yeah. Fascinating. And the thing, six seconds, dug enough stuff, material off the asteroid to put it into the space thing and have them turn around and come back right. again. It's 200 million miles out there. And they pinpointed an asteroid that was the size of a football field. They found it. They landed on it, got the dirt and powder and whatever was on the surface, and now it's headed back to Earth. It'll take a year to get back here. But can you just imagine? I mean, I get excited about this stuff. Now, that's smart. Those are smart guys. I don't know how personable they are. I don't know how much fun they are. But when people talk about, you know, somebody is a genius at uh, talk radio. It takes genius. (laughs) That's, I mean, that, that the... Isn't it amazing how humanity produces so many different types of minds? Yep. <laughs> Guys that are able to figure that out? Come that on. That stuff out. Yeah, imagine. And they send it signals. It takes 20 seconds for the signal that they send. This guy, the pilot, is in Denver. They're not up in the machine. They're, the machine is, is reacting to his uh, control right. uh, thingamabubbers. They go out into space, and it takes about 20. And they figure that into the equation, too, as to how, oh, you yeah. know, 20 seconds before it has to make the move, they hit the button oh, so yeah. that it, it's all computerized. And they have on their screen a look at the, you know, the, the, the asteroid, which, by the way, they couldn't see. It has not been identified mm-hmm. in terms of being able to see it. Uh, you can't see it, but they found it. <laughs> and you know what they found out it's made of? Chocolate ice cream. No. This this could be a major boom Halloween. to the ice cream industry, right? We, Goodness, we, we yeah. un, unbelievable amounts of chocolate. And I'm just kidding, folks. Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. At number ten, tied with that, <laughs> something more down to earth. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers won the World Series. No, that's a big joke. I mean, come on, the Dodgers didn't win anything. Oh, they won a game or three or four or seven or whatever it is, but it was a an abbreviated season. So how can you call this a legitimate World Series? Come on. <laughs> You'd feel differently if it was the Red Sox. You're damn right, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, the the anonymous author was revealed, and that's tied with Rudy oh, Giuliani was embarrassed. He was um, in bed playing. Well, what the hell was that all about? That is so murky. He was that drunk. is such a murky story. Yeah. What yeah. do you think happened? He was drunk. He was trying to hoochie coo with some chick, and he. He's he's an embarrassment. Too bad because he, you know. Well, I never thought he was a great mayor. Anyway, you mean a I think, big public official like him would do something like that? That's yeah. It is amazing. Yes, uh, right. I, I, Getting I, caught with your pants down, and his <laughs> pants weren't even down. That was, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, next. Yeah. Getting caught sort of with your pants down. <laughs> They didn't okay. come with your pants down, and your pants are really down. That's really embarrassing. And, uh, whew, and number eight, congressional big tech hearings. At number seven, U.S.-China relations tied with the French terror attack, or attacks, actually. They're having their hands full in France right now. And number six, climate change, Hurricane Zeta, Western wildfires. Not only, by the way, just if I go back, not only the terror attacks, but France has a, uh, in, in terms of the number of new cases of the virus, they're in the worst shape of any European country at the moment. Yeah, but but uh, many of the European countries are experiencing a, a, a third wave 
spike. Yeah. And um, all over the world. I mean, right now, you know, the numbers are, are, are awful regarding Yeah, I'm going to give you something to think about, though, when we get to that. Okay. Just, you can keep going. You've come up with chocolate ice cream I've, I've come up with, a, yeah. with a somebody cure. who's an authority who says this is the real story, and I'll give you that when we get there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I can't wait for that one. I know. And can. number five, the economy, the stock market, the stimulus package, wherever that is or whatever that is, and the opening and closings and opening and closings of businesses and, and opening schools. opening and closings. <laughs> right. The, 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 yeah. uh, it's just a very disorganized, um, crazy time in terms of yep. running schools, running businesses. Running and number four, race relations and Philadelphia violence and police reform. At number three, Amy Coney Barrett confirmation and the court packing issue. That's number three. Number two, COVID-19 stats and projections and discussions about health care. Number two. And number one, of course, is the presidential race concern about ballot fraud and, you know, the mail-in thing. Scandals, conspiracies, and accusations. Both sides are flinging all types of mud. Scandalous. That's something we should talk about. Uh, I want to know what's going on in your neighborhood. I'll tell you. What's going on? But this is outrageous. What's going on with the voting system? Is it is it's def, it defies imagination how these people can mess with not only internally but the damn Russians and the Chinese and uh, what they're doing to hack, especially the Russians. Uh, they're really this is a uh, it's way beyond what any uh, mortal should be having to worry about, frankly, or think mm. about. All right. So the people list. You want to go through that? Yeah, real fast. Number 10, Miles Taylor. Who's he? At number 9, Rudy Giuliani. At number 8, Mark Zuckerberg. He was in bed with Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, and Sundar Pichai. Did you see a picture of Dorsey? No. Oh, my God. Look up, Google Jack Dorsey. And this guy looks like a a modern-day... Um, Abraham Lincoln with his beard. He looks oh, yeah, like I either that. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw somebody him talking to that Ted looks like, Cruz. Uh, huh? Well, yeah, yeah, Ted Cruz too. But his at least is clean and no, no, shaved. No, he's talking to Ted Cruz. Ted, Ted oh. Cruz was attacking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm just saying that if you look at the way this guy looks, he looks like a bad guy from the Tombstone movie. Yeah, well, when you're rich as he is, you're able to afford you to be eccentric. You if you're yes, not rich true. like he is, you look like a nut. Yeah. Right. Money okay, really does uh, have a role on that, doesn't it, in terms yeah, it of sure whether does. you're a nut or an eccentric. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Right. Number seven, Nancy Pelosi and Steve Mnuchin. Said it right. Speaking of At nuts. number six, Walter Wallace Jr. At number five, Amy Coney Barrett. At number four, Dr. Tony Fauci. At number three, Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. At number two, Joe Biden. At number one, Donald Trump. And that's a snapshot of people and stories that uh, were all part of what was going on on talk shows this past week. And you can find that list every single week, not just this week, but every week at Talkers.com in Talkers Magazine. That's at Talkers.com. Michael Harrison, Doug Steffen here, 15 past the hour with a way to get healthy the right way. You will hear some information later on in this broadcast about staying healthy and the flu and all the other things that are flying around. And one of the things to avoid is getting overweight because that's a sure way to get yourself into a disastrous medical situation, especially now with the COVID. And because this program is brought to you in part by Calitrin, I want to pass along in the limited time that I have why it is important uh, to get Calitrin 
and why it is important to stay with the program. This is the only natural way, completely homeopathic, to lose weight the safe way. No stimulants, no drugs, none. And it's all available right now at toploss.com. Buy three and get three free. That's the special deal when you use the DJV code at checkout. This is a this is a, a magic time for people in a manner of speaking because we're getting excited, even though there's a lot of stuff going flying around. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Maybe we'll have something to celebrate. Let's hope that's the case. But if you celebrate too much and you put on pack on those pounds, you gotta get rid of them to stay safe. Because we're not out of the woods yet with COVID by any stretch of the imagination. So lose the weight. Keep yourself really comfortable and happy. As a matter of fact, all the members of your family can get on this program and stay there. Calitrin, the weight loss formula that works. A 30-day supply comes times three. And then, as I said, you buy three and get three free. Stay on the program for six months. You'll lose the weight and keep it off. Go to toploss.com, get on the program, use the discount code DJV at checkout. Don't have to pay for shipping, and you get that three-for-three deal. That's toploss.com. To my surprise, he did the mash. (laughs) He did the monster mash. The monster mash. Okay. Yes, it's Halloween weekend for those of you who have lost touch with reality. Actually, mischief night and uh, Halloween, both those things. To deal with this is Bobby Boris Pickett. Goes back to uh, our roots, or at least mine. Came from Somerville, Massachusetts. This is the most popular Halloween song ever produced. Michael, are you sure? Um, yes, I am. I'm absolutely wow. positive of that. Wow. Yep. Can you imagine Take making a bank. simple song like that and living right. off of it for decades and <laughs> decades? Do you know that's like Bobby Lewis and Tossin' and Turnin'? No, a lot he of people did that. don't you realize know? what a big hit that was. Bobby tossing Lewis, and turning? To- tossing and turning is oh one my of the God. biggest hits of the pop era. I didn't right. sleep at all last night. Don't yep, do, don't, yep. Don't. It was actually, if you go back through the records, that song lasted longer. Yeah. And the guy used to talk about I remember interviewing once. He used would talk about how he went all around the world singing that song. It made his, his whole life was made out of that one song. And, and yet you amazing. never hear that song played on the radio ever. No. Nah. Well, we should play it here, but we we're not into music. It. We got to get back to the hour, countdown. We'll, we'll sing the long version okay. of it. Thank you, Michael Harrison, Doug Steffen here at twenty-one after the hour on the Talk Radio Countdown Show. Counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. I couldn't sleep at all last night. <laughs> Perfect all right. pop record. So, yeah, this is the biggest, actually, biggest selling pop record uh, of all time. It was either 60 time. or 61. I don't know if it's the biggest of all time, but it's bigger than anybody realizes. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I was yeah. 60 or 61. There were some great songs in that period. Uh, yep, there sure were. But, right. Um, the Chiffons. Do Lang, Do Lang, Do Lang. This is, people are thinking, what the hell happened to the Talk Radio Countdown show? Uh, well, we're just in there. You know what it is? It's burnout, frankly. And I think you're going to hear a lot of stuff after the election, whenever it's settled, if it's next week or next month or next year, I think there's going to be a huge 
uh, change in the tone and attitude of a lot of people doing talk radio programs. Anyway, you do? Yeah, I do. How so? I think, because I think people are burned out on all of this stuff. Do and really? as a matter of fact, I was talking to a consultant who said he had a couple of news talk stations that just said, okay, we're done with this. Uh, it's too, there's too much anger. There's too many people. It's, uh, it's just, it is, it's frying the brains of people. And it's, I think it's hard for the host to keep up with all of the anger. Uh, frankly, what do you think? I mean, you listen to all these, uh, these, in order to come up with a story list for Talkers Magazine, you listen to all these stations, you hear these people, you talk to these guys, uh, you do the Michael Harrison interview of the week, talking to a lot of talk show hosts, uh, aren't they getting burned out on this? It's a to tough a business. I, I, yes, to a point. I, however, this is the business we're in, yeah. and there's a huge hunger for what we talk about burnout. You know, it's it, it, it's a it's a double edged sword. It's like going back to the little music stuff we're doing. People that worked at the biggest radio stations of all time back in the golden era of top 40 radio. Some of these stations would play the same 17 songs over and over, over and, and over. over again. So yep. if you listen to them a lot or you were DJ there, you were playing the same song sometimes three times on your show. And yeah. they all complained about burnout. Yet these the ratings were huge. Yeah. And this is a this is a very difficult treadmill um, yeah. On one level, there's burnout, but if you don't talk about this stuff, the other well, guy that's talk talking about, about is going to yeah. get the ratings. Yeah, yeah, you got to be talking about this stuff. Interesting. I'm looking at the um, at the email. I get a, a, a email from many of the stations that do uh, online sort of newsletters. Subscribe. The listeners yeah. subscribe to them, and, and uh, one of the stations, KMMS, out in Montana. And uh, the headline this week is Ted Cruz says Montana voters can decide this election. And I think there was a similar something I saw on a station in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, you know, of course, well, yeah. well, every every voter decides the election when it's close. I mean, that whole idea of um, do you remember when one we man, had, one vote? Remember when we had um, uh, George W. Bush at our convention? Yes. Uh, when it went, during the election. This yep. was before the election was over. And, 2002. Um, I, sent, I sent out two letters. I sent a letter to the Bush campaign and I sent a letter to the Gore campaign, inviting each of them to come speak to this convention of talk show hosts. Right. Um, the, the, the reaction from the Gore campaign was... Um, huh? Tell us about it and uh, who's going to be there and uh, what does it entail and why should we come? And the reaction from the Bush campaign was what time and where we'll be there. And right. um, Bush came. Gore did not. And um, we had some very, very big players yep. from, from radio there, including a number of major, major uh, radio stars from Florida. Yeah. Now, if you remember, Florida decided yep. that election. Chance. So I went around saying, and a case could be made, and this goes back to the thing Ted Cruz said about Montana or what they're saying in Wisconsin. I said, our convention decided the presidential election. Yes. I <laughs> 100% just, agree with that. You get the yeah. logic? Now, on Absolutely. one level, it's true. It's yep. true. He may really not have is. been elected president if he didn't come well, to that. Because there were so many Floridian talk show hosts there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well... Uh, there is more food for thought. We'll talk about the presidential race and COVID as we continue in the next half hour of the Talk Radio Countdown Show. Talk Radio Coast to Coast. 
Now 34 after the hour on the weekly talk radio countdown show <laughs> with an ancillary uh, a number of other sounds coming out of the speaker here with Michael and I getting together. Uh, it's always an interesting, introspective look at all kinds of things that are going on here. Uh, number one issue, the presidential race, the uh, ballot fraud, the scandals. This is the worst I've ever seen it. We've been talking on the air for a long time, Michael, mm-hmm. about lots of issues um, I think the 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 real focus on you know, even though the plans are foolish, you know, I saw a lot of promotion. Biden's tax plan will affect every state in the union and stuff like that. Who really is paying attention to that stuff this year? I don't think you know. There's more stuff. The influence from the damn Russians and what they're doing to hack into uh, this is 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 so outrageous. The Chinese influence in the election, that kind of stuff, to me. That's much more important than what any guy is promising. You know, Trump promised to drain the swamp. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that. And so, you know, they, they make all these promises and what comes of it? And it, do we have any good talk radio people who are looking at these promises, analyzing and getting people to talk about and no. think about the just real me. issues here? Just you and me. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. just, just, just us and I'm wondering about you. That's an old joke. Thank um, you. No, no, I, I'm, this is, it frustrates me that um, we live in a time of the daily dance of affirmation where doing news media is more targeting a, an audience that already has a set of opinions and giving them more of what they want as opposed to having the courage to go out there with objective analysis and telling it like it is without mm-hmm. playing up to people's biases or or opinions or ego there's a tremendous amount of ego attached to this you know um trump boy oh boy oh boy trump has a base that is so emotionally psychologically tied into him that um if he if it ever gets out to his base that he conned them as some people believe and they and they suddenly is this mass awakening i'm not saying it's true i'm just saying if well, you're making his, your argument for it. His that's base, for sure. but but not, that's not the point of what I'm saying. The no, point is his base. If they get the notion that he has misled them, you know how that happens, where suddenly mm-hmm. people go, "What? Wait, wait a second. What? They will eat him alive. Yeah, they will. Yeah. It, it, he will be brought down, whether he wins this next election or not, because he's still going to remain a power, even mm-hmm. if he loses. His base, if they get wind of the possibility that he's Put one over on them, they will eat him alive. Yeah. It's not right it's not that. the opposition that'll bring him down. It'll be and, his base. And you know, the other thing that is sort of a disservice, the national hosts need to talk about Biden and and Trump and, you know, the various uh, the races around the country. But the local hosts, I think, do a disservice to not talk about things like here in Massachusetts we have these ballot questions that are very, very important. And the the crux of a good conversation about these ballot questions isn't whether to vote for them or against them, but to have people understand how lobbyists and lawyers have so convoluted the way these questions are asked that you can't, I have a Massachusetts ballot guide. I don't understand, I'm a pretty smart guy. I read through this stuff, I don't know what in the world they're talking about. I mean, I get the gist of the argument uh, for question one and question two, uh, but it's so it's mixed up, it's messed up because of the money that's involved 
uh, on either side for getting some of these questions passed. And I don't think people, uh, I haven't heard local talk hosts around here talking about anything but Trump and or Biden. And it's a disservice, I think. And I would say this to my brethren. If you're not talking about the local stuff, if you're on a local station, you're not talking about things like the ballot issue or whatever local initiatives there are, you're not serving your audience well, I don't think, anyway. Well, and maybe that's not serving yourself well. Yeah. Th- their argument would be the audience doesn't want to hear about the local stuff. Well, they want to hear yeah. about Trump. Yeah. What hear- are they going to hear that's new about Trump? And how do we, you know, it's, you just said something that's very pithy in terms of the loyalty here. It's like It's like he was a god. Like they worship this guy. Yeah. And how did that come to be? How did they get to that point? I don't remember. I mean, there's some people who sort of worship Obama, I guess, in a manner of speaking, and mm. you go back through any number of presidents. To a certain uh, degree. To a cer- yeah, to a certain yeah. degree. Nothing like this. No, this is this is idolatry. Yeah. And um, it it's... Uh, and they're it, all it, Christians, it, and they're not supposed to worship false idols. Well, that's a whole other story about right? um, religion and its tenets, you know. Well, a lot of these white supremacist groups are attached to Trump, whether that's fair or not. Uh, they think that they have license and they use Trump's name, you know, liberally to talk about, you know, why they are doing what they're doing. The basis, social media platforms, when you look at some of that stuff, there's a lot of Trump in there. The fear, the violence, the intimidation that comes out of some of these uh, these uh, these Twitter posts and some of these websites. My God. Mm-hmm. Well, Trump has Trump has an awful lot of people believing that they should believe in him and not mm-hmm. the press and not the government and right. not the experts and not the scientists. So he is either a god and um, we are right to follow him or um, we have another situation um, brewing here where, as I said, the balloon will pop and there will be hell to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I say this sort of with tongue in cheek. But you know my uh, anger and how it's related to China and our relationships and how we aren't, again, again back to who's paying off congressmen and senators and, and people, uh, the, the lawyers and the lobbyists for various Chinese institutions. They bought themselves big-time influence in America. Uh, one of the things that's suffering, the average person understands uh, that China is not our friend. And I've uh, recently become aware of a chain of Chinese restaurants that are near bankruptcy because nobody's going to Chinese restaurants. <laughs> and that's a shame because the Chinese yeah. people in America yeah. have fled yeah. uh, mostly, not right. all, not all. And, and that's a complicated situation. The deeper I get into that, the more complicated I learn it is. Yeah. However, most Chinese business people in America are better Americans than people that we think of as Many. Americans. Right, exactly. Yep. Yeah, no. that's, a, that's a convoluted story in and of itself. Yeah. All right, now let me, um, I want to deal with the COVID situation, if I can, with you, Michael. You can do Because I want to pass along, uh, you know, I do a couple of other programs in addition to the DJV program and this program, huh. which is available in podcast form at talkradiocountdownshow.com or wherever you get your podcasts, the same place you get your podcast of Michael Harrison's interview, right? Uh, the mhinterview.com. By the way, who's the guest this week? On I that, don't remember, 
Really? <laughs> the guest is a wonderful guy, Bob Costantini. He's a, yes. um, a major journalist, was with Westwood One, lost his job, and yeah. said, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to just do it for stations, and he will hire me to do it. So yeah. we have a boutique independent White House correspondent, and I support that. You know how I am about those yeah, things. Yeah, so I do too. Yeah, It's exactly. a great conversation. It's a great conversation about what it's like to cover the White House. Yeah, all right. It's Bob Constantini, Constantini. this week. What did I say? Constant. Con, no, Constantino. It's, no it's, Cost, it's, it's Constantini, right. Yeah, right, exactly. Well-known name. And the MH interview, which you get at mhinterview.com, Michael Harrison interview, you also can get it at talkers.com. So uh, the um, situation, uh, talking, going back to uh, one of the programs I do, the Good Day Health Show, podcast at gooddayhealthshow.com. And uh, I have two doctors, Dr. Ken Kronos, Dr. Jack Stockwell. And they don't often agree on the way that medicine works and how we take advantage of what we should do with our bodies, et cetera, et cetera. Ken said something. Ken's a, a member of the uh, American Heart Association, spokesperson for them, very highly touted, especially in the Southeast. His, his uh, clinic is down in Florida. Uh, he does a weekly stint with me. And he said this week, he summarized the COVID situation as follows. It is now... Dr. Ken Kronos said, I'm quoting him exactly uh, verbatim. It is now more contagious than ever, but it is much less deadly than ever. No one dies from COVID by itself. You have to have another problem, and that's why it is affecting people who are old, have compromised immune systems, People have heart disease, lung disease, people who have uh, diabetes, that sort of thing. But if you go to the stats, even though the numbers say that 250 or 300,000 or however many people have died, that is not true. The number is way off because these people, to not to a person, because there have been some, I think 8,000 is the number that we came up with who have died from COVID. The other wrinkle on this, Michael, is that the uh, the the business about um, the uh, the reporting of this and why it was do, uh, done fraudulently is because the government has made it better for hospitals to collect more money if you pronounce a person dying of COVID. So, uh, and the other thing that he said was the people aged 19 to 29 who are not wearing masks and who are arrogantly just kind of thumbing their nose at the public are so. Uh, in a way, uh, the outrageous disrespect for others because they may not get it, they, but they're carriers and they're around people that are older that could get it. And that's why masks are important and distancing is important. So that's the summary from Dr. Ken Cronin. I don't see anything there that we haven't heard before and that uh, doesn't make sense other than it kind of gives the indication that these deaths are not real. Oh, because, they're real, but they're not dying... Because well, well, it, they look, get if, you, if, if you if you kill somebody um, by taking advantage of a underlying um, weakness that they have, mm-hmm. uh, it's still a death, and you go and you get charged with murder. The yeah. fact is that um, these people would be living if it weren't for COVID. And how many people have underlying conditions? How many people are overweight? How many people are over millions, seventy? Tens many, of millions. Right. So, so yeah. the whole idea that well, it only affects certain people, uh, you know, give me a break and. That whole that whole stat about you know hospitals get more aid if they report people as dying from COVID. They're not making it up. 
they're, they're not saying that, you know, if somebody but dies they from die an appendicitis. Heart they die of heart attacks. They die of strokes. But, they die but, but the COVID is there. But COVID. the COVID yeah. is there. Therefore, but it's not the ultimate the, cause of death. That's what he's well, saying. Come, you know, you're splitting hairs. Well, isn't that what it's all about? Isn't that what we do every day when yeah, it yeah, comes yeah, but, to but Aside from the process, but, but politically? Yeah, that's what we do. But, but we do it for a reason. We're trying to find truth. And mm-hmm. the truth is, if you have an underlying condition and you're living your life and it's under management and, and you have medication and all of a sudden COVID hits you and you die, COVID killed you. It doesn't, it, it, it's irrelevant about yeah. the underlying well, condition. I'm just passing along. No, no, but I'm, I'm reacting it to it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. reacting to it. Yeah, I understand. And, 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 and I find it to be, it's a half-assed argument. Mm-hmm. Um, with all due respect to the doctors, there's truth to it, but it doesn't, it, it diverts you. It, it's Trumpian um, distraction. What is true, if you don't want to take anything else for face value, the fact that it's much less deadly Many fewer people statistically are dying, whether they're dying, as you're suggesting, from the disease itself or from something. They're just people are not dying at the rate that they were before. And so the question comes on whether or not we should be shutting down the country or should have shut down the country as we did. What has what good? That's an old that's an old issue. That's an old issue. The shutting down of the country is a statement that hasn't been pertinent in months, and people are still talking about it. Businesses are out there. There are traffic jams during drive time in almost every city in the country right now. But a lot of small mom-and-pop businesses have gone out of business, and they would not have had it not been for this. Yes, for the way it was treated, but but we know we more. But you see, but reality. we know more about it now, Doug. When when we mm-hmm. didn't know anything about it, it's certainly different ten months later than it was when it started. It was mysterious. We didn't know if it was going to wipe out the whole human race. We didn't know if it was made in a laboratory. It's, we still don't know that. We didn't know what we were dealing with. So obviously, after almost a year, we have better therapeutics. We isn't have it a, interesting how we can be convinced though? Sometimes I'm convinced the Chinese developed it in a lab in Wuhan. I just am. I, well, you're, why? You're, you're, you're it, convinced. Uh, well, I am convinced. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I believe it started in a Chinese lab in Wuhan. I believe mm-hmm. that. I don't necessarily know how true it is, but I believe that it's probably true because yeah. every major country engages in biological warfare um, experimentation. What I think might have happened is it got out and then the Chinese covered it up. Mm-hmm. And that's when the, the trouble started. But there's a lot of evidence to indicate that. But that doesn't mean the Chinese are alone in that type of activity. They probably do it. They certainly oh, no, do it alone, in Iran. They, they certainly do it purpose. in Russia. Yeah, there's purpose and, to what they're doing. And I think you can find a lot of Chinese influence in the election. Yeah, uh, but I but, but let me just throw this out. I I do yeah. not believe that the Chinese set about making this coronavirus what it is today, so that they could bring the U.S. and Western world to its knees. I mm. do not believe. What that about all the other things they're trying to do to bring that? The I believe that, that I believe they there do. Yes, yeah. but I don't believe <laughs> that the disease was specifically designed, if it were designed, for that purpose. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so there we go. That makes the basis of good conversation, those sorts of conversations, because Michael and I may not agree, but that's okay, because we're here to present different points of view and to have the points of view on these news talk radio stations that we cover, their positions presented as well. So that's it, a review of this week's hot stories, the news talk radio world summarized at talkers.com in Talkers Magazine. Michael Harrison, editor and publisher of Talkers here. I'm Doug Steffen. 
We're counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. The Talk Radio Countdown. Welcome back to the Talk Radio Countdown Show. Stephen J.J. Wiseman is here with me. I'm Doug Steffen on the Countdown. Steve is a lawyer and in that position, he uh, has the expertise to overview a lot of the stories that we have in the top 10. Give me his input so you know what the legal side is of these. Don't forget his book, Identity Theft, which helps a lot of people through the world of scams. And man, are there plenty. Uh, the My computer, my email is loaded with crap now from all sources. You know, I don't know whether I want to get a new email address uh, to get rid of this stuff or have my the computer people do a better job, Steve, of, of you know, the, the, you risk something if you have it filtered out and sent to the scam box, then, you know, sometimes you're missing out on things that you need to be connected to. So. Yeah, it, that, that's absolutely happened to me where, you know, I yeah. have my my level uh, for for spam set pretty, uh, pretty high. And uh, I have had ones and I, I really can't even figure that uh, have gone to that. How do they get through? I, yeah. Yeah, uh, so exactly. I, I prefer to just be kind of use it the old fashioned way and figure it out myself. But, you know, changing. Changing the email address, unfortunately, is like playing whack-a-mole. Uh, they're they're going to get you anyway, and part of yeah. it is you're only as safe as the places that have your email address or are communicating with you. So when their information uh, gets hacked or taken, so is yours. Yeah, right. All right, let's go through some of the stories this week and figure out what the legal ramifications are. Uh, all these uh, scandals, the ballot fraud, lawyers all over the country are position to pounce on whatever irregularities there may be. Uh, There's sure to be irregularities, given the fact that we've got this mail thing, we have early voting. Uh, it's the whole thing. I mean, whatever happened to go vote on Election Day? And so it's <laughs> everything is ripe with... Uh, we've got policemen here in Framingham stationed at every place now where there are people where people can go bring their votes. We've heard all kinds of stories about lawyers being hired by the Democrats and the Republicans. What's their role, by the way? I think they're on the ready uh, on both sides. Uh, unfortunately, on the ready uh, for the, what? Yeah. Well, they're ready for the litigation that's going to follow uh, because uh, the uh, the president has, uh, frankly, uh, he's had doubts about the election uh, since 2016. You know, back in 2016, he said it was rigged unless he wins. And right, yeah. uh, he's attacked, and frankly, without the facts, uh, the fraud in mail-in balloting, which is proven to be very, very safe. But uh, he's creating doubts. And then you also have, you have the, the, so, uh, the, the Russians. And what the Russians are doing, they haven't really uh, managed to hack into much into way of our system. But what they've done is a good job of what's called uh, perception hacking. People mm-hmm. are afraid that the, uh, the election is not going to be fair, that it's going to be interfered with. And then you have uh, the issue of poll watchers, and poll watching is allowed. However, there is intimidation that can be done at polls, which is illegal. That's where you're also looking for, uh, you know, police. I mean, the, the thing is going to be wild and crazy with every little I dotted and T crossed looking at challenges. Uh, the, the courts are going to be dramatically involved uh, after Tuesday. Especially Florida, once again. Oh, yeah. What a fiasco the, down there. My God, what an outrage. Yeah. It really oh, is. And, 
You know, it, 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 you know the old saying, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, mm-hmm. shame on me. Florida yeah. has had so many problems uh, with their elections. Yeah. Uh, you just wonder, you know, what do they need to find out to get it straight? Number four this week on the countdown is the uh, police reform reality focused on the Philadelphia violence, the shooting this week of that uh, fellow that uh, was challenged in a number of ways. So, but the the parents of the uh, this boy say they don't think the the cops should be charged with murder. What are you? What's the legality? Yeah, you know, I I saw that uh, I saw that that same story, which uh, did it. And on the one hand, it, it surprised me. On the other hand, uh, I do think what we need is is a, a really more rational approach uh, to police reform. Police re- do need reform. It doesn't mean that sure they, do. the police are in general bad, but we do need reform. And the reform it generally doesn't come through these kinds of lawsuits. So the uh, I think there the family is to be applauded with putting the focus on perhaps the reform and not some kind of retribution. And who do we see about? suing the Dodgers for winning the World Series. <laughs> i got to find some way. But I, I, there was some comedian that said, was it easier uh, when the other team isn't cheating after uh, looking at the right. Houston Astros? Yeah, exactly. All right, Stephen J.J. Wiseman, attorney and lawyer and professor and all that good stuff, here on the Talk Radio Countdown Show, reviewing some of the legal aspects of the hot hits in News Talk Radio. The Talk Radio Countdown Show is a production of Stefan Multimedia, produced by Bob K. Sound and Recording. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.